Tony Silvera, this is my evening devotional. Tonight we'll see bitter made sweet. Exodus 15:22. Then Moses made Israel set out from the Red Sea, and they went into the wilderness of Shur. They went uh, three days in the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink the water of Marah because it was bitter. Therefore, it was named Mara. And the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? Uh, here we see the people blaming Moses for the circumstances they were facing. And when we face adverse situations, we always try to find someone to blame for. Uh, the desert has some changes, and when Israel was in Egypt, they drank of the river Nile. No ordinary water that to this day, the dwellers on the banks of the Nile assert that the water has a peculiar taste, not to be discovered in any other stream. And they prefer the waters of the Nile to all the waters in the world besides. What a change from the sweetness of the Nile to the bitterness of Mara. Uh, they must have water. It was no luxury. It was a necessity. With the hot burning sand beneath them, reflecting the fierce heat of a cruel desert sun, not to have water in the wilderness is to feel an urgent necessity and produces a terrible pain. So when faced with challenges, people have a tendency to look back and remember the pleasures of the past. When you do this, you don't remember that you were once a slave to sin and that it is better to face bitterness free than being a slave enslaved to sin. So after the people uh, received the miracle of the parting of the Red Sea, they spent three days without water. And when they arrived to Mara, uh, what happens is that God changed one challenge for another. Now they found water that they were desiring. However, a new challenge occurs since the waters are bitter. But then God does the miracle. Uh, we read the following scripture in Exodus 15, 25. And Moses cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a log or wood, a tree, and he threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. There the Lord made for them a statue, a statute and a rule. And there he tested them. So uh, in this instance, Moses took the complaint of the people to his master, to God. And in trials, 
the surest way for a remedy is prayer. And note next that as soon as we have a prayer, God has a remedy. The remedy is usually near at hand, but we do not perceive it until it is shown to us. Uh, it says the Lord showed him a tree, other translations, a log. The tree had been growing for years on the purpose to be used. And God has a remedy for all our troubles before they even happen to us. Now, that remedy for the healing of Mara's water was a very strange one. Why should the tree sweeten the waters? But that was the miracle. What about the tree? Uh, this tree, cut down, is an emblem or a symbol of our Savior. A glorious tree indeed was he, with spreading branches, top reaching to heaven, but he must suffer the axe for our sakes. And now today, contemplating his atoning sacrifice and by faith resting in him, the troubles of life and the troubles of death are sweetened by the power of the cross. His dear cross, which uh, thought it uh, be a bitter tree in itself, is the antidote for all the bitterness that comes upon us here and hereafter. When they cut down the tree and put it uh, into the water, it turned the water sweet. They could drink of it. And uh, let me assure you that in, case, in the case of your trouble, the cross is the most effective sweetener. It doesn't matter the circumstances you're going through. God can transform those circumstances by the power of the cross. The cross avails to sweeten all the bitterness of our mortal life. And even the last bitterness of death, it is assuredly available today to sweeten the bitterness of our present sorrow. Now, just like the tree, the cross has the power to transform every situation, every circumstance, every relationship from the bitter to the sweet. We know that the people of God in Egypt knew about God, but they knew very little about his nature. And here, in a place of bitterness, God reveals his heart, not only to heal the water, but to heal his people. He becomes Jehovah Rapha. As the following verse says, verse 26, I am the Lord who heals you. Uh, in the New Testament, Paul, uh, uh, mentioning things that happened in the past, in Galatians 3, says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, 
having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. So by becoming a curse, God delivered us from curses. There's a blessing in the cross. Remember the tree in scripture is the cross. Some people don't understand that, but in some languages, the word tree means a tree when it's growing and a tree when it's cut down. It's the same word for tree and for wood. In other words, when Jesus hung on the cross, every Jew that knew the Old Testament recognized that Jesus was made a curse. Then we read the other side of the exchange uh, on this scripture in Galatians 3.14, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So bitterness is turned sweet by the wood. This happened in Mara and in your life. If you're going through bitterness in life, the power of the cross can heal the situation that you're going through. Let me pray for you. God, I pray for my friends watching my evening devotional tonight. And I pray that the power of the cross will change the circumstances that are bringing bitterness into the lives of my friends. In Jesus' name, we know that Christ became a curse so that we will receive the blessing. In Christ, the bitterness of our lives is made sweet. Do this miracle in my friends' lives, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. This uh, brings to an end uh, my series on the miracles of Egypt. These are miracles of the Old Testament. We're going to continue seeing more miracles. But uh, this week, we're going to do a short pause. We're going to pause for uh, a couple of weeks uh, while I am traveling. So I have some difficulty in uh, um, uh, showing you my evening devotional during this trip. I'll be back uh, in the month of August. In the meantime, be blessed, continue doing your devotionals, and I will continue with the miracles in the desert next time we get together. If you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up. You can also search older devotionals at myeveningdevotional.substack.com. God bless you and have a great weekend.